0: to Activators, and welcome back to another episode of the Activated Authors podcast. With myself, Daniel Wilcox, and here with me every single bloody week is, <laughs> and it's not a normal episode, but it is kind of a normal episode because we're running a normal episode, but we've got an extra special visitor.
1: Well, hold there.
0: This is Rob. Are you going by Rob Howley or RBH? Because either way, we've just unveiled oh, no, it. <laughs> <It's>
1: you.
0: <absolutely fine. laughs> we've got Rob joining us this week, and Rob is uh, one of our friends and one of the Activated Authors members mm-hmm. who has been with us for how long now?
1: Going on a year already yeah I know. jesus christ it's been a year yeah that's in a good way been it's been, been a year, year. <laughs> in like the best way yes. and uh
0: also i'm gonna start the episode by saying congratulations on your recently published first book
1: thank you very much very for time coming yeah a thanks to you lot how does that feel it feels good and also i'm kind of indifferent to it at the moment Yeah, uh-huh. i'm one of those people that i write i finish i publish i move on mm-hmm. very much with
2: anything I create. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, feels good. Yeah. Happy to get there finally. So that looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to push back a little bit because like you said, all thanks to you, you're the one that did it. We just, we're just here to like provide a space if you need it. It would
1: have taken longer if I wasn't part of this.
0: Okay. Yes, it absolutely would have. I've been been tracking (laughs) him for
1: weeks.
0: (laughs) Been trying to work, just trying to pull him into community and finally got him (laughs) in. But yes, so let's dive in uh, to... How has our week been? What have we been up to? Well,
2: so... I currently look like I've got two backup dancers.
0: I want not to
2: go away. Tell me why. Ain't, ain't nothing, nothing but... <laughs> 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 We should. I don't know if that's count, counts as fair usage or not, but we're gonna we'll going to find we'll, out. Not
0: enough of it when. How? What have you been up to, Sam? Um, I imagine.
2: Yeah, so much. <laughs> um, I have. So on Monday, um, I slept some times. On the bed. And then there was also some times where I sat on the sofa. And then on Tuesday, more time on the sofa, not as much time. We're we getting a whole proper week breakdown. In the beds. Okay. Yeah. Wednesday we for a bit on Tuesday. Yes, we did. On 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 Everything is fine. <laughs> Amazing. Didn't spill my coffee. Sorry, it's not like I've got a cream carpet. Um it's fine, you can't also tell that it's cream because it's I've lived here for twelve years. How was have you been up? To? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. When you pushed me around in a wheelchair, didn't you? Okay. We went for a little wander. That was nice. Hmm. Dan likes to keep reminding me that when I was in hospital, I made, I made, had... I made uh, a wish, even though I wasn't aware I was making a- an official. We word. were talking about like
0: wishes, and generally just popped out with like because you were pushed. I think my biggest wish mentioned. is like I, I, if I'm in a wheelchair and you could just push me around forever. <laughs> Not how it happens. And you're drinking a can of monster, and so the story now is that. What she didn't realise was that was the only kind of monster that had a genie inside it. And she made that wish unknowingly, but from now on, I have to push around the wheelchair.
2: So, wheelchair. So what actually happened was you were pushing me around, and I was like, oh, this is fun. This would be, like, I wish we could do this forever. Like, that was, that's what happened. And I was like, how about you wish for an electric wheelchair? And you said you've got one wish, and that's what you wish for, for me to for be me in few so For the rest of your life. And I was like, well, when you put it that way, absolutely. <laughs> um, so... That, that that's that's basically pretty much what i've been what i've been doing what about you well,
0: i'm gonna throw it over to rob what have you been up to this week
2: this
1: week has been my first week back at the
2: full-time job Ugh.
1: as dan mentioned in the last mm-hmm. episode yes so that's been interesting um getting back into some kind of normal routine pretty much just working today is day off so i've come down here see you lovely faces um oh, yeah. and that's it getting back into writings in the morning and book cover designing which as well
2: which is quite exciting so yeah yes but yeah I, is... I i i saw some of them today they're very very good very do you have beautiful. a site for that do you want to plug your, your
1: book cover i haven't plate? got a site just yet it oh. will be coming soon and we, we will, will make sure to plug activated it all the <laughs> <website designs>. <laughs> <laughs> so no it will be coming soon but not at the moment so it's
2: very much work in progress so far but
0: mm. keep an eye for that yeah well, I'll
2: yeah let you know i was gonna say we'll make sure to message Plur. it yeah. yeah yeah message it oh my message god message it
0: um
1: i'm
2: i'm not cool today I'm And actor, Dan, what have you been doing yeah
1: my week. Uh,
0: studio my week has been um like a thousand different things but in like a good way Um, I'm, I'm trying to get back into the rhythm of like earlier mornings because mm-hmm. i quite liked when because you get to a point where if it, or me at least if i start later on in the day things tend to drag a bit longer and i don't finish till quite late in the evening um and i've now had a couple of days in which i've kind of got out and to work at like seven o'clock and i can wrap up and finish at one um, and get everything that I need done, which is just feeling really, really nice mm. So I've been working on uh, Cock, which is my book, not my phallus um, <laughs> I have been uh, working on some of the behind the scenes stuff for the Halloween episode Or series of the other stories, which I plugged last week, I think But just as a reminder, if you want to have your voice featured on yes. a live episode in a ghoulish cult um, In a podcast series that will be listened to by tens and hundreds of thousands of people yeah. Then uh, the other stories.net forward slash dream you can submit a tiny little clip of yourself saying a particular Lovecraftian phrase and be featured in the episode which is really cool yeah it's really cool um and then yeah like I, I'm still in the wind down from collapsing my enterprises um so I am slowly like cutting off the different limbs of my business so that I can like streamline and focus on the things that like I can actually get my energy to the things that like really bring me fulfillment. um yeah, and then
2: didn't fall in the day, did
0: it? No, no. And then uh also just trying to juggle like personal life and travel and all that kind of stuff as well. So um I'm feeling good. Like I'm really enjoying the story I'm writing at the minute. Like uh I wrote a couple of lines earlier. Joe, you know, like sometimes you'll like write a line and you're like, oh my god, I wrote that. And like not being biased, but that is awesome. <laughs> I had one of those today and I was just like, Oh, yeah, you... yeah. I mean, it took three million words to get to the next line, but you get there and you're like, Oh my god, I made it. Um so yeah, that's feeling really, really good. Nice. Um, what's something you've enjoyed this week?
2: I've enjoyed watching Taskmaster. Oh. Yeah. So at the minute, like most of my pleasures and joys are having to come from very like small or stationary things for the most part, because, you know, I can't really move out.
0: of the word stationary. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. Because when I do try to move about, uh, I look like I'm either doing a like violent version of the Okie Koki. <laughs> or... Uh, I, I decided to just, like, kiss the ground. So, yeah, Taskmaster, specifically season seven of Taskmaster, which is, without doubt, the best cast. Um, and for those who aren't familiar with Taskmaster on this writer's podcast, uh, it is Greg Davis, the comedian, uh, little Alex Horn, also a comedian, and they um, they're all, yeah, everyone on the show is <laughs> um, And they set tasks for the five contestants, all of which are comedians um and each season yeah each season like the the comedians change um but yeah season seven is james acaster rod gilbert jessica nabbit kerry Godlyman. godlyman and phil wang um who has his wang out basically in the outfit that he wears for the entire season and it's just it's one of those shows that like if you've had a kid, you need to you need to strap up and strap in before you start watching it. Otherwise, you're going to have little accidents and your new pyjama shorts are going to end up in the wash like five minutes after putting them on you're going to get a little bit testy.
0: What's the male equivalent of Camel Toe? Moose knuckle. Really? Yeah. Full moose knuckle. <laughs> Bill Wang's full moose knuckle.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that bombshell... <laughs> I just wait <laughs> well, taking it away from wang for, it's it's away from wang for a little it's... while it's... um
1: i <laughs> enjoyed not having anything to watch on tv so i spent a lot more time reading the evenings oh nice um more crocheting as you can attest to i've been making yeah. little tiny squishy op- octopus type things <laughs> Apparently, I've really struggled to count to eight, so most of the ladies have got ten, seven, or nine. <laughs> so, it could be some kind of mutant thing going on. But I've enjoyed creating those. Um, How's oh, octopus? No. <laughs> um, so, apparently, I have an army of those at home. I've run out of little eyes to put on them, so I've attempted cross stitch badly so they look a little bit like they've been beached but oh, yeah no. <laughs> enjoying should, those
2: you could make you could crochet little sunglasses um eye patches
1: i think you're giving me far too much no it's just, <laughs> just circle sunglasses i'll give you a okay I'll, I'll send you some digits okay <laughs> higher up yeah i like it reading creating just generally relaxing nice
2: yeah nice. down
0: I like that i remind reminded you guys to do this and I did not give myself a chance to think about what mine would be. Because
2: you are a um, day, dickhead.
0: I'm, I'm just going to say um, writing. I think like I uh, am really enjoying focusing on getting back to horror properly and creating something and um, getting to the point where I'm looking at planning over the next few months what's coming out and how and looking at building some things behind the scenes to help myself not produce more, but target more accurately different markets and things I want to submit to um i've just i've just you know made some really good friends in horror since uh and that's really given me a boost because as we kind of said last week and like not at all in a contest anyway but like when you start writing there are millions of people that haven't yet written that find that whole process difficult yeah but you know i've been at this for coming up to 10 years now um and specifically like a lot of the last few years have been very uh, I guess just general author centric and specifically self pub um, centric, and some of the people I'm speaking to are very horror authors, and quite a few of them are in traditional publishing. Mm-hmm. And so it's given me a chance to learn new things, speak a new language, meet some new people, and like I I like change. It's just me, like I, I like learning new things and knowing that I'm growing, and it's like it just feels good to be in that position to find those people. So
2: you've moved your metaphorical room around.
0: Yes. Which is ironic because for the last however long I had the flat and now live where I live, I've not been able to move a room around, which you think would drive me crazy, but I'm fine. Um, People helping you. I'm fine. The <laughs> weekly win of this week from Activated <laughs> Authors, we're going to give a shout out to Panagiotis Dimitri, yes. who uh, attended his first con as an author, set out a table, sold copies of his brand new book that's been 10 years in the making that he published. Was it this year? It was yeah, this year, yeah, it was my God, year. um and God bless. We got some. We obviously won't share these on the podcast because they're his to share, but um shared some pictures of the first ever time that he signed a book for one of his or and one of his fans, and that's just a huge moment that yep. I think massively deserves celebrating. And the thing that I love about Pan, right down from his book to everything that he does, he's very meticulous to detail. Mm-hmm. He knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. The design and the branding and everything, like it is a stellar like and i'm not just blowing smoke up his ass like a stellar example of quality and honing your vision
2: yeah i mean if you are like watching i mean i've already held it but i held it up hold it up again i mean life of fire it's absolutely gorgeous Mm it's beautiful like it looks like i mean the blue at the bottom the so if you're listening the whole um cover is like blue mostly like a midnight blue with um Egyptian hieroglyphics and um oh, I'm trying to think what these things are called pictures what? cool um <laughs> <laughs> like sphinxes. sphinxes yeah um so it has that like feel to it but um there's a part at the bottom which is a slightly lighter blue which is like kind of the floor but when you like look at it it looks like it's glowing somehow and I don't know how he's managed that it's absolutely gorgeous mm mm-hmm. Massive, massive congratulations. And he's the nicest guy. That's the thing. Because often when you're like, he's just really meticulous Mm -hmm. and very detail oriented, it's you're saying, and also a dick. Yeah. He's actually the sweetest, funniest. The anti dick. Is he? And if you're listening, you're an anti dick. And you love a good dad joke. God, this
0: podcast has gotten much more crass it's since we've got a new person here. involved. Yeah. So congratulations, <laughs> Pan. You are welcome. You. We're, very... <laughs> We're very proud of you. Um and so into today's slash mm-hmm. topic, uh, which is how do you feel your creative well and i was surprised when coming up with this question because i was coming through our old questions and i was like i'm pretty sure we've spoken bits and pieces about this because you know yeah. so it always comes up in how's your week been you know oh, it's been a bit of a draining week i've had to film a creative well not necessarily those words um
2: i don't think i've ever said those words but we've never
0: we've never targeted it do you know what i mean we've never yeah, yeah, yeah. really drilled deep down and gone into it so my question to sam Oh, hello! To begin with, how do you feel your creative well? And what 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 is it, what does it mean to to have a creative well?
2: Oh, okay. First of all, I'm going to use slightly different language because the term creative well makes me gip. Um, and also,
0: artistic pit.
2: That's so much worse. <laughs> also, when when you was speaking, then my brain was like, "Don't say by having a wank," but I said it now. Um, so, if you're writing romance, if you're writing romance, which I don't. <laughs> i don't one day i don't I'm just, <laughs> look, there's very little i can do at the minute that brings me joy yeah um <laughs> <laughs> um like so, so it depends with me because i get like i get very drawn into something i was talking about this tea the other day like I am very much a creature of instinct which has its incredible pluses but also its incredible minuses and so I can find it once like my interest has started to like leak on a project then I, I very quickly can just discard it and which means that I like shiny penny syndrome as they call it um is very much a thing for me um so like for me it's not so much like Searching out stuff to recharge um, my creativity. It's more a case of I will see something and that will spark that feeling of creativity, or like I can do that. And I mean, honestly, it depends. Like a lot of the time, uh, just a good old scroll through Pinterest will do it. Oh, I love Pinterest. It's so pretty, it's so unrealistic. Um, and you don't realize that until you try doing some of the stuff, like like when Miles was quite young, and I was like, let's shake up lunch times a bit. So I was like, let's look on Pinterest, and there well, are there's all these beautiful things, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't make like teddy bear sushis. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. For a three year know. old,
2: I don't know who the meticulous
0: lunchboxes with
2: everything. Yeah. Like, I don't feel these people have children. They can't, they can't, not to, you can't. I don't care if, I don't care if Pinterest is your full-time job. No, that's not happening. That's made by people like me. Yeah, HR free with yeah. like
1: three fish. Yeah, it's so pretty much all you're going.
2: Yeah,
0: on. I yeah. feel like they're actually like little covers that look like food, and they just like shove the real food in there, and then just gently plate into it. it yeah, looks like, yeah. Yeah. like those sushi.
2: sofa things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Where they've actually just got the bits of ham with take uh, birth. Yes, on it like you're right. yeah. well, lunch. Enjoy.
2: <laughs> it's just a McDonald's painted to look like sushi. Three days old. Um, <laughs> but so I find visual like visual stimulation is very helpful for me. So like I say, things like Pinterest and then often it can be just something that's not necessarily connected to what I'm doing um, that will bring me to what I'm doing, if that makes sense. So like when I was um, planning um, Air to the Universe, like a few years back now, like I was listening to a lot of Fallout Boy and there's a couple of songs that like as I was listening to it um I started to have ideas for particular scenes in the book but that's like it my intention wasn't to like I'm never like I need to refill my creative well let's go for uh no no I did I think I long, just that term makes me
0: yeah a lot love the time when you when you speak about it in this way because you know it it it's coming from a place of instructional to help authors like in typical day speak I'm not like I need to film a creative well I'm like That's I feel nice. a, I feel a bit uninspired. Yeah I mean and so I'm gonna so I know proactively that I need to do something yeah. to re-spark that
2: I don't have anything that I pro- proactively do. I'm always doing something. Because I said that before I sent you the fucking question. How could I have told <laughs> you before you sent me the question? And I'm joking. Though, not I'm a mind reader. Um no but i think i think for me it's probably because i have um a plethora of mental illnesses i am constantly doing different things creatively to keep me from killing myself i know that sounds dark but it's the truth Mm. um so things like scrapbooking which i found i enjoyed recently or painting or sewing or whatever it is i will often do that and then while i'm doing something that takes different spaces in my brain to like writing for example Mm. um I often have like comfort shows on in the background or something like that and there's like a combination of like kind of unwinding because I can't unwind by not doing anything because that sends me insane so this combination of unwinding by like creating something and also having something either familiar or that I've been really looking forward to kind of watching on in the background kind of like comes together with whatever demons are going on in my head for this trifecta of oh that's a good idea Mm -hmm. and I've like I often find that it's actually stepping away from the pressure of trying to come up with something that when the best or at least in my opinion for myself best ideas for me um come up like that's how the poetry happened I was just I was trying to do morning pages I was trying to like come up with different um prompts to write like short stories or whatever and I was just like oh god there's that arsehole in the bar last night and then I started writing about it and that was the first poem that I ever wrote and I was like "Oh, that was easy and fun and like, and that's kind of how it started so as with everything how I do it is I trick myself into thinking I'm not doing it because if I tell myself I'm going to do it I'm like yeah Yeah, so that's me Smith (laughs) Rob
1: I'm a little bit different with that so because of my day job, I deal with people all day, so I've got to be very much keyed into what they need, what they want, what they need me to do for them, mm. to get what they want. Makes makes me sound like a but it's not prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Um So I'm sort of the same. I don't refill the creative well, so to speak, but I need to be doing things quietly on my own. Mm. But before i have to go into that so it's making that adjustment with real life so it'll be going back to the familiar as well like books i've read before Mm -hmm. films i've watched before tv series i've watched before that made me feel a certain way Mm -hmm. which kind of links into what i'm working with at the moment to give me that sort of peace inside and it's just making stuff because i want to not for any commercial gain not for anything to do with the business it is purely just enjoying it if i've got my headphones stuck in making something and then i'll probably just throw it away anyway because <laughs> all that shit <laughs> but i've made it it's gone me back into that headspace mm-hmm. and it's just knowing and giving myself permission to do something that doesn't have to be business related it yeah. is mm-hmm. happiness related yeah and,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah I yeah i think that's the point of the creative world, though isn't it it's yeah. the, you know it's the place where joy comes from because I mean, arguably you can be creative in a very, very commercial capacity. Stop thinking filth. Um, <laughs> arguably you can be creative in a commercial capacity, but like the the way I see it, I I kind of diagnose where I think I am, and it's mainly one of three things for me. It's either I'm doing too much art, I'm not doing enough art, or I'm doing my art wrong. And by too much, maybe I'm like I've written like regularly every day more than I would, and I've burnt myself out. In which case, I need to step back from the writing, and I need to take a break. Mm-hmm if it's not enough because you know other things gotten in the way or like you've been making excuses or procrastinating no judgment yeah. it happens like i then have this burning kind of like i have to like mm-hmm. I, I hadn't written for about uh 10 days and then yesterday was the first day back to the page and it's mm-hmm. exciting and yeah. like it, you want to be there yeah. um and then when i say i'm doing it wrong it comes back a little bit to what we were saying about like integrity like you know i, I ghost wrote for three years got a shitload of words and books i was very creative but i wasn't very satisfied and mm-hmm. it made my work harder um so there are all those kind of things, and like I've said many, many times before, um I think on this podcast as well as many other places. Like to fill my creative well, one thing that I do do is go straight back to like books. And you know, if if I'm writing a particular project, I'll try and find books that I love that I've read before that uh, in the style that I want to write that I haven't read that I'm excited about, so that it gives me, in a way, someone to compete against, someone to mm-hmm. kind of go like, "Oh, these guys are doing it like this. Let's see how I can lend my flow." And it just it kind of narrows your focus into. What you're working on and helps keep you chugging along, um and it doesn't always have to be sort of fiction stuff as well. Like the other thing I've been doing the last couple of days is I've been going back and re-listening to a load of Stephen King interviews that I listened to when I was like first started getting into writing because, like, I mean, even outside of horror, King is obviously a beast in publishing. Like mm. pretty much everyone knows his name, no matter what genre you're in. Um, but when I first started writing, I was brought to writing because of some of his stories, and so he was the first place I went to be like. what what does he talk about as a writer where does his inspiration come from how does and you know on the internet there are a plethora of things that you can listen to of him and like five minute interviews 20 minutes like an hour there are all these lectures and seminars that he's given so like just weirdly just hearing his voice helps transport me back to like when I first started writing in the old day job and I was like listening to him while I was I don't know like working the guillotine and cutting posters or you know working um and typing some other stuff up like I think The the true answer to this question is there's really no limit to what can refill your creative well. Like, you know, we know people that they like to go out and visit places and that helps them. Like, I know that if I'm feeling burned out, I'll go for a walk and that massively helps. Yeah,
2: being surrounded by trees is something that makes me feel very calm. Yeah. Water, which is weird considering I don't like what lives in it.
0: (laughs) Showers, like baths. Like, most people get obviously their most creative ideas in the shower because, like, I, I, I have many, many theories. One of them, which isn't backed by evidence, but it's a suspicion because it plays into kids and white noise is the white noise sound of when you're in the womb. I don't think that ever leaves us. So I think when the shower's on your head and it's all like, tsh, I think that puts us into a tranquil state and then ideas come and populate.
2: So what you're saying is the reason my son hates the shower is because subconsciously he hates me and I need to fear for my life.
0: No, it's because he's a teenager. Okay. There
2: you go. Um, that's, that's better. I like that better. <laughs> yeah. With that.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's, tv sometimes it's film sometimes it's game like it's just anywhere where story is and like the other place that i really feel benefit sometimes and this is quite a fun one for me if you can find shit books <laughs> <laughs> if you can find a book in your genre that is selling incredibly well no judgment i'm not naming any books or any people but if you know someone who in your opinion writes like shit <laughs> yeah is still doing really really well that really spurs me on i'm like if this motherfucker <laughs> Can <laughs> yeah. make it happen yeah i can and again that's not a judgment like we, we spoke before about different audiences for different people and, stuff. and art is subjective and right. artists yeah exactly um but that oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but that really that does spur me sometimes i'll like read a book and be like oh my god like
2: i can write so much better than this person and oh. it's a really pompous thing to say but everyone's got it i right when i was in college um i remember i had a, a group of friends and very well meaning one of them took me aside one day and was like I'm worried about you and I was like cool why and they were like well acting is not like it's fun but you can't really do it as a career and I'm worried that you're going to end up like miserable and poor and all of this stuff and egg on their face because look at me living the life of Riley (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) But like I often think to myself, like when you know when I when my mental health is really bad or like my physical health is really bad and I'm I can't do a lot, I often think back to that conversation, and I'm just like fuck you, motherfucker, like I'm gonna. So I do think that part of refilling your creative well is just a good old good old smidge of spite. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of petty spite. Yeah, it's giving, it's, it's reconnecting
0: with the reason yeah. as to why you're doing the thing. Yeah.
1: Some people want to prove themselves that they can do it. Some people just do it to be vindictive. Yeah. Like someone told them they couldn't, which is fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really motivating.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, one day I'd like to think that I can just like turn my gaze inward and just be like, here I sit on this mm-hmm. beautiful hill of contentment and the breeze is blowing. But right now I'm like, fuck you, Matthew McCormack. I'm. Um, <laughs> Gonna, I'm going to prove you wrong
0: yeah. yeah may he rest in peace um,
2: <laughs>
0: I don't know they'll
2: never find the body
0: yeah um, rest in pieces but yeah so there's like a number of ways to do it and like you know sometimes even forcing yourself just to take that break like yeah. I've had it a few times where people have literally said to me you need to take a break and I'm like oh and they're like yes and I'm like oh and they're like yes and I'm like fine <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll like really try it I really try hard not to do anything creative for like a week and Until it hurts, hurts. Mm-hmm. and then you kind of like I. You then bend the rules and go, okay, I'm gonna if I feel like being creative, I'm not gonna do it with any like uh, yeah. end goal. Mm. So I can play, I can do all that kind of stuff. But sometimes I think it's more damaging to not do the thing. Yeah. Agreed. Especially if it's like you know party. Um, but yeah, loads of loads of ways to refill the creative well.
1: Yeah. Do you not find like on day two of stopping doing creative though, you get a little bit of twitch?
0: Yeah. There's
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta do something yeah i, I
0: pretend i'm happy for, until my cheerios are gone oh
2: oh my god don't is this this a party i walked halfway
0: into <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening
2: but no, you, so like... you've never seen someone snatch up a box of honey cheerios so fast in your life <laughs> you your they're not on sale in the main sainsbury's it's fine <laughs> <A> label yeah <laughs> I literally, like, basketball
0: dunk, grabbed a box off the top of the shelves and, like, smashed
1: it it was a little old Doris go for him as well. You're like, these are mine. Oh, no,
0: That's she was already this. on the floor.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: She was, um, she was that one. Yeah, so I, loads of ways to refill the creative well um, that can be, obviously, you know, uh, actually doing different types of art, watching different types of art, and sometimes it's just about rest and exercise and just doing something a bit different for a while. Like, never yeah. undervalue what it is to um, switch up and just do something different for a little while.
2: Yeah. I think, like, creativity is, like, oh, I'm trying to think. I hit my head today, so words are difficult. Um, There is a flow through anything creativity, creative-wise. Oh, help me. Ugh. Right. Everything creative (laughs) has a thread running through it. Stop laughing at me. And, oh, God i'm crashing so hard i know what i'm trying to say you can find the answers to a creative problem in any creative area Mm -hmm. um and i think sometimes we can pigeonhole ourselves into like i'm a writer i'm a dancer i'm a painter i'm a but actually like turning to a different art form that you probably suck at because you've not tried it before um just for like rob was saying just to do something creative for the sake of doing it Mm -hmm um it uses a different part of your brain and also a familiar part of your brain because your brain understands you're being creative but it's having to problem solve in a different way because you're learning this skill and because of that your brain will often come up with a solution or an answer or like the next step if you are like struggling to kind of think of how to i don't know like plan the story or maybe there's a chapter you're not happy with and you're trying to problem solve how to, you know, get them out of the cellar or whatever. Um, So I do think that creativity across the board is, like, helpful. I I started off bad, I got good there, and I've lost it again. (laughs) Be creative. It's good. It'll help you.
0: Don't do words. (laughs) Um, And the one other thing as well that uh, totally took my mind that is very, very useful, especially for me, like, if I'm really struggling creatively and I'm just, I've got nothing, sleep
2: yeah
0: like sometimes be nice (laughs) but sometimes like you know if i'm in the the heat of a book like in the middle of it all um i will think about the book just before i go to bed and like if there's a problem or anything i generally will like not always but a lot of the time will kind of be clearer in the morning or at least give my brain to like unconsciously think at night
2: you can go to sleep while there is a problem on your brain Mm -hmm. medical marvel
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, any uh, anything else before we wrap up, this, up to this
2: episode? This episode of everybody,
1: I would just say don't feel pressured.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. don't, yeah. don't
1: pressure yourself at all to do anything. Like if you're not feeling it, give yourself a couple of days. Yeah, like, forcing mm-hmm. it's not going to make it better.
0: Half of what we do with the activated authors when they first come in is kind of yeah, reteach rest. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it tends to work out like people are just considerably happier a few yeah. weeks months down the line because you know we always make a point of like if you're in burnout why the fuck are you trying to burn yeah. yourself out like
1: and it's even with the daily writing routine that might work for some people mm-hmm. i know when i first started the sprints tuesdays and thursdays they were my writing days mm-hmm. i knew i could get my words down mm-hmm. and i didn't feel pressure the rest of the week when i was working to sit there and go oh my god i've done it yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i've done it that way. Yeah, yep. and it might not have not been much, but I did it. I turned it up, didn't yeah. work. But yeah. I wasn't putting pressure on myself to actually do
2: it. I know. now published. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So there's
0: no hard boiled formula, It's for, no. like like you say, courses for horses, like yeah. whatever works for people. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we'll we'll wrap the episode up there this week. I'd love to hear from you guys if you're in activated authors in the free Discord community ever at activated authors.com forward slash join. Um I'd love to hear what you do to fill your creative well.
2: Yeah, maybe it's a legend planner, who knows?
0: Ah speaking of. Legend Planner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, thank you so much, Rob, for joining us. Thank you
1: for having me. an absolute me. pleasure uh, having you here. Uh,
0: we'll make sure your website is in the show notes. People want to check out Rob's new book. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, as always, it's wonderful. And uh, I just want to say oh, before best. we wrap up, thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in. We appreciate you and the time you choose to spend on this each and every week. And as always, if you wish to level up your author career and activate all your author channels doing so well, then head on over to activatedauthors.com where you can find out about ourselves our resources and everything else that we've got going on one more time from myself Sam and Rob we'll see you next week
2: goodbye bye 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 Bye. (laughs) it really felt passive aggressive it was passive aggressive yeah stop (laughs) bugging parents
1: (laughs) activate your
2: backup dancers
1: we have very different properties Rob's <laughs> like look what my neck can do <laughs> look what I can do <laughs> <laughs>